Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. That thing hooked up? Yeah. All right, pull the switch. Ready to satisfy your need for speed? Here's our number one of the Racing Nuts, live from the Dave and Buster's Underground Electronic Batcave Studios. It's the Racing Nuts, your window into the machine that is NASCAR, NHRA, IndyCar, and more. With your host, Steve, Lisa, and Big Al. Let's rock. You're listening to the Racing Nuts Radio Network and our special guest. The hottest new driver. The new hotness. For the Fireshank Racing Team in the IndyCar Series. Let's bring in the fastest guy we know, Simon Pagano. <laughs> On the Racing Nuts. Take a big whip. <laughs> now, was that an intro? Welcome to the Racing Nuts show. I'm Steve. I got Lisa sitting there with me, Big Al. Yeah, and our special guest, Simon Pagano. Simon, welcome to the Racing Nuts show right at the top of the hour, buddy. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. How about you guys? We're awesome. Doing, we're doing great. You know, you got your own intro and everything. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. That intro was nice. It. You guys did a good job on that, Steve. Oh, what, was, what did Simon say? I said I love the intro, by the way. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. Well, we're talking to Simon Pagano. Simon, it's really great to finally get you on the air with us. It's taken us a long time to get this one done. You're changing up teams next year, and uh, we felt it was a proper time to get you on the air and have you talk a little bit about moving over to Meyer Shank Racing and away from Penske. Yes, it's, uh, it's going to be uh, the next chapter of my career. I'm, I'm extremely excited um, about uh, what's coming up for, for my career and my personal life as well. Uh, yeah. it, it, going to be a big change and uh, and i look forward to it there's great people at my shank racing and uh and i love the project that they have for the future and the vision of this team now let me ask you a question simon now uh you know in the indycar series you've been running chevrolets for quite some time you're gonna be changing over to a honda is that gonna be a big deal for you well i mean it's uh it's part of racing um you know i have to thank honda for uh, the very beginning of my career, it's uh, it's kind of because of them that uh, I made it to IndyCar. I, I've been racing with uh, Acura since uh-huh. uh, 2008 and, uh, and started racing IndyCar with Honda, switched with Penske to, to Chevrolet. I had a lot of success. Um, great people at Chevrolet as well. Um, it's it's kind of, you know, it's part of the part of racing. You, you're switching teams and, and the engine goes with it. So, um, yeah, it's 
you know, I, I'm going to have a lot of familiar faces that I know at Honda. So uh, I look forward to the future, that's for sure. Now, there's a big difference in the setup. What do you think, Miguel, compared to a Chevy and a Honda, especially over now, the years? I, I think basically those motors are probably spec'd out the same. I don't know if, they, if the Honda turns a little bit more RPM than the Chevrolet does. I, I really don't know too much about that. Uh-huh. But, you know, Chevrolet's lost a very great driver in what they had going with Penske and everything, and Honda's gained a great driver in right. everything that he's brought to the sport with IndyCar. Uh, I'm sure he'll have good feedback with everybody, and, and it should be a good deal for him. Yeah, if you guys don't know about Simon Pagano, now he's won the Indy 500 before. Uh, he's former IndyCar champion, uh, done a ton of stuff in his career. I started looking back. You know, if you look back at some of these guys' career, you get a page or two on the Wikipedia. Simon just goes on and on and on and on. It's like, am I ever going to get to the end of this thing? I don't think I could say all this in a, in a two-hour program, for God's sake. Simon Pagano, you've basically done almost everything in, in, the, in the series of motorsports, and now you're hooking up. With Helio Castro Neves, I know that you guys were, were partners in the past, but now you guys are a, a, a two-car team heading into next season. He's running a full season. Uh, I think it's going to be great for the two of you to, to be able to interact off of each other and everything going into uh, uh, next season. Oh, for sure. Team MSR is really putting uh, all the horses they can together yeah. to, to be successful, I tell you. So, uh you know, Elio and, uh, and myself have worked together um, since um, 2015 and a uh, really great relationship. We're actually good friends, and uh, that's really going to help because, you know, we've both won the Indy 500. There's, there's really no mm-hmm. animosity there, although I want to win more than he does. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, it's really going to be a good dynamic for the team, and, and I don't think they could have assembled a better lineup, quite frankly. Yeah, that's an excellent lineup for both of you guys. Now, uh, we had Alex Palou on last weekend. These young guys, they're coming up to the ranks pretty hard and pretty strong. Are they uh, a different style driver? Or is, it, is, it a, is it just they're just really good at what they're doing? I mean, you got these young guys like, like O'Ward and, and uh, Palou. I mean, these guys are coming up to the ranks and uh, winning a championship. Uh, they're doing a great job. Is there something different with the, the technique and the style of the driving that they do? Well, you know, it's um, it's interesting. It's a really interesting time in IndyCar right now. There's mm-hmm. definitely this wave of young talent. Right. Um, I I was there a while back, <laughs> and now <laughs> it, it's them pushing us. And, yeah. and it's funny because, as um, you know, unfortunately, I'm a veteran, but it is what it is. Uh, with all the experience and having young guys pushing you, it, it really is interesting from my standpoint. I really enjoy. Uh, you know, finding more within myself because of those young guys. So it's um, it's interesting. It's definitely a, a great fight with them, you know, trying to learn their craft as, you know, I've never raced them before, like a guy like Alex Palou. Uh, it's only the second year that he races IndyCar. So you're right. still learning their craft, trying to understand them. It's, um, it's a good, um, it's very refreshing to have new blood. So yeah. we're, we're, on the, we're on the phone with Simon Pagenaud right now. And uh, where, are you, where are you at today? I'm home actually. I, I was in Indianapolis yesterday. Uh, met with uh, with uh, with my my new team, uh-huh. and uh, and I'm back home today. So spend the weekend based, with my kids. We are didn't they, are they based out in Indianapolis? Uh, they are actually MSI is based at Columbus, but they have an alliance with Andretti Autosport that's in uh, in Indianapolis. There you go. Okay. okay, so where's Norman? Is Norman with you? I'm in Charlotte. Um, I used to be, <laughs> you know. Tim Penske was is in Charlotte, so I, I, I've been here for seven years now. No, and, no, I uh, said we're, if we stay here or if we moved. No, I was asking you where Norman is. 
Norman is sleeping right now. He's the only one that can sleep as much you as guys, he wants, I guess. <laughs> you guys don't know who Norman is. Norman is, his, Norman is his Russell Terrier, Jack Russell Terrier. We actually have one, right, Lisa? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we got a Jack Russell in them. It should be, it should be called a Jack nice. Russell Terryist. Because they yeah. are terrorists. <laughs> they are exactly. <laughs> yeah, you guys got Absolutely. Jack Russells. I have a rat terrier. Oh my God! So Norman is a, is a handful for you. You take him to a lot of the races, and he's actually he's actually uh, he's on social media, very active too. Got a lot of followers. He has his own Instagram, um, and uh, he tries <laughs> to take care of it as much as he can. Not easy with the paws to manipulate yeah. the iPhone, but he's uh, <laughs> he's uh, yeah. I mean, he became. Uh, a mascot at the racetrack. People love him more than they love me. And, um, you know, I get asked every day, how is Norman? Where is he? Right. Um, you know, unfortunately, he can't drive a race car, so he kind of stays in the motorhome. But uh, he, um, I tell you, it, it's it's funny to see the love uh, for, of dog for people. The People love dogs so much. Right. It's really interesting to see. Yeah. We're, see, we're dog people. We actually, in our in our studio right now, we have dogs, but they're quiet. They're real quiet. And the We've one that's taught gonna, them. The one that's going <laughs> to go explode and, and, and go crazy is actually going to be little the, one. the Jack Russell Terrier. Yes, he will be <laughs> yeah. the one yeah, to, to go crazy. And uh, so we have to watch him very closely while we're doing a two-hour live show. Now, now Simon, uh, since you're going to a new team, and it's not a Chevrolet, it's a Honda now, where are you guys going to set up and practice before the St. Pete race? Well, that was part of the discussion we had. Uh, it's a great question, by the way. It's, yeah. it's part of the, the discussion we've had in the last couple of days, uh, trying to understand, you know, from a, a schedule standpoint, what makes the most sense for the performance of the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Helio and I really want to test as early as possible to, you know, get, get acclimated with the environment, um, the mechanics, uh, strategist, obviously, I'm going to have Mike Shank on my stand, so I really want to get that relationship starting on the racetrack, you know, right. off the racetrack, we've already had some time, but uh, you want to be in the moment uh, with the stress of racing, seeing how everybody reacts, um, and then you want some time to process everything and readjust for next time, so, you know, season starts end of February, which is really early compared to right. usual, uh, so the earlier we can go testing, in, in our opinion, is the best. Sebring. Oh, yeah, for sure. Sebring will go there. You know, it's a great place for uh, simulating street course package. Right. Yes, it is. Very well. Uh, and so, yeah, St. Pete being the first race um, in Florida, it, it's, it's a great place. And the weather is always good in Sebring. So, I mean, yep. most of the time. So, <laughs> so it's a good, good place to test in the winter. Well, so, when you guys get there, you can give us a call, and we can right. come over and maybe interview interview you in person and, and uh, see what you're all about. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There and see what the car's about. Okay. I, I, asking, I don't know. I make sure what, it's done. Simon, what he's asking for. Well, in my backyard. 
Yeah, he's asking for the exclusive, Simon. That's what he's asking. Uh, that's I, I see that. I see yeah. that. <laughs> he's going straight for the juggler, man. I want to be the first one to get all them pictures and to see you live in action on that 17-turn, 3.7-mile Sebring International Raceway. It's going to be Big Al out there with you. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, listen, that's a good track to start the a practice a because St. Pete, all your street courses are, are rougher than hell. you got to miss manhole covers True. and all that other crap. Sure. So Sebring puts you right there in the middle of all that with all the bumps and transitions and cracks in the track and so on and right. so forth. So we're on the phone, we're on the yeah, phone with uh, Andy Carr, champion, and uh, uh, he won the Indianapolis 500. Simon Pagano, you know, last year it, it just wasn't great, but it was okay. You had two third-place finishes, and one of them was St. Petersburg talking about St. Pete. You finished third there. Uh, Helios won there at St. Pete. And that's one of those tracks we can't wait. We'll probably be there live. We work really closely with the IndyCar series, and that's why we got you on. But, uh, you know, having a third-place finish at St. Pete, I can't wait to see you get into victory lane at St. Pete. Yes. Uh, you know, it's, um, last year was, was actually quite good in terms of performance. We uh-huh. had a rough patch in the, in the very end of the season. We had a six races of bad results, uh, yeah. a combination of uh, mechanical problems and uh, – uh, getting together with with other drivers, uh-huh. mistakes on my part and on other people's part. So it just didn't click, quite frankly. But we had good performance. I was pretty happy with how fast we were in qualifying. Now, mm-hmm. next year, you know, it's, it's a different story. We have to be reasonable with uh, expectation. Uh, we got to let the team gel and the chemistry start. And uh, right. I have no doubt that once that starts, we, we will be... Uh, we will be excited, an exciting team to watch, but um, but we gotta give it some time. Make sure we don't rush into things and expect results too soon. But um, we'll see. I think I think a lot of good things a lot of good things can really happen there. Yeah, definitely, and also the third place finish at the Indy 500, which is a really close race at the same exact time last season. So that was really good for you. Now, speaking of the Indy 500, when you won the Indy 500 in 2019, you got an invitation from President Donald Trump to come down and hang out at the White House. How was that? Uh, listen, politics is a very difficult subject, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. So, but the let, White me, House. let me just explain. You know, let me explain that it was, um, you know, no matter what the president, it's, it felt like an honor to have the chance to go yeah. um, to the White House. And no as doubt. a Frenchman, especially, you know, be, being allowed to go and see everything inside the White House was just tremendous. And I had a, right. a fantastic opportunity to bring my whole team and celebrate the win there together. So that was, great. That was very special. Um, but I know it, it attracted a lot of, uh, a lot of different talks that uh, had nothing to do with, uh, with, with the actual going there. So uh, That's exactly very right. excited so- to, to see the history there. It's been something that they've, they've done for quite some time. I believe uh, uh, when you win the championship in NASCAR, they go ahead and invite you down to the White House, regardless of who the president is. And when you win the Indy 500, you get that invitation, too. So uh, I, I bet that was something else to be able to go there and see the history behind everything down in D.C. Uh, yeah. Okay, next season. You're ready to rock and roll. It's Simon Pagano. He's going to be running for Meyershank Racing. Uh, uh, you're going to be driving number 60? That's right. The 60 Auto Nation. Yeah. 
The 60 Honda. So look for him uh, for the season opening race at St. Petersburg. We'll be down there, and hopefully, Simon, we can get with you over at uh, Sebring. Send Big Al over there to get that exclusive that he's looking for and uh, to get the first pictures of you in your new hot rod and everything. Good luck for the 2022 season, and we're so happy that you gave, took the time to give us a call. And uh, Helio Castro Nevis, he's next. He's been on our show quite a few times. I remember when he was in the Champ Car Series, he's been on a show from way back then, so we're going to have to get Helio on next year, uh, your teammate there. But Simon, congratulations on your new deal. We're really excited for you, and we wanted to bring you on and tell you, you know, uh, we hope you have a great season next year. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on the show, and see you soon. All right, yeah. guys. we got to take Thank a quick you. break. Hey, Big Al, got some good questions there, bud. And, and Simon, great job, buddy. And uh, we'll be right back. We've got to take a quick break really quick. We'll be right back right here on... The Racing Nuts Radio Network. People are beginning to talk. Now it's time to get to your questions. Any questions? Call up and talk to the nuts right now. I like how they talk. Yeah, you like how we talk. Hey, guys, we started off with Simon Pagano. We didn't get a chance to do the station identification. So you're listening to the Racing Nuts on the Racing Nuts Radio Network, WYGM FM 96.9, The Game Orlando, and on iHeartRadio Nationwide. If you miss a show, you can always go to the iHeart app and put in the Racing Nuts show. All the shows are listed there. You can hear our great interviews from uh, last week. We had a bunch of them. I had five people on. Last week, I only booked one for this week because I felt we have a ton of news that we did not get to last week. And Big Al, um, you did not get in last week your crazy Florida story. I don't know what happened to you, but you just didn't get it in. What happened, Big Al? Are you there, Big Al? No, he's not He's there. not there. Well, since we were on IndyCar, do you have a funny story? I sure do, but I was hoping Big Al was still there, but I guess I lost him somehow somewhere. Yeah. That's okay. I'm here. Oh, yeah, what were you doing? You're supposed to be on the radio here, Bucky. Everybody doesn't know I'm at my shop. Yeah, okay, so put down the shop and get on the horn here. I got got a crazy Florida story for you. Ready? Go ahead. This is our hometown of Miami. There's always something great happening in Miami, and uh, our hometown of Miami, on Wednesday night, something happened really strange, okay? So people can get strange, and people can get pretty stupid. So, police say in Miami that a passenger on an American Airlines flight that landed at Miami International Airport opened the emergency door when the plane landed and walked out onto the wing. Yeah, I saw that on the news. Uh, hello? Why would you... on the wing? Yeah, while the plane... What if he fell off? You know how high that is? (laughs) What The flight was Flight 920 from Cali, Columbia. He landed on Wednesday night in Miami when the incident happened. So maybe he brought his cocaine with him from Columbia and wanted to get it out of his system before he left. But who opens the emergency door and walks out on the wing? you got to be on drugs to do that. That's why I said that. you, you just got to be. There's no oh, way. No, he was on something, wasn't he? he got to be on something. So... Anyway, American Airlines said the statement, uh, the, uh, the customer, they called him a customer, was immediately detained by law enforcement and thrown to the ground. No, I don't, I'm just messing around. 
he was detained by, <laughs> by law enforcement. And the gate was attached to the plane, and, and uh, U.S. Customs and Border Patrol took over. They took the man into custody without any further incident, and all the passengers were able to leave without any issue. I figured that's your first Florida crazy story, because Lisa caught me at the last minute. She goes, you don't have your Florida crazy story, so I'm here while we're going on the air. I'm trying to Google it. You know, I'm trying to do all this stuff. And so I found this one. I thought it was pretty cool for you guys. It was Flight 920 from Cali, Columbia. It landed Wednesday night in Miami. And we had a wing walker out there on the way. <laughs> oh, my God. That guy must have, I don't know. I don't know. Unless he took something too much to drink on the flight or something. I tell you, he smuggled something in, he went in the bathroom, and he, and he took care of business, and he came out and wanted to walk Well, they're the saying way. they're having a lot of problems with people on these flights, so. Well, anyway, we were on IndyCar, yeah, right? Yeah, but if you guys want to call the show, because we do know that a lot happened last week. Last week at Talladega, we had three new winners, and one of them was Bubba Wallace. Yeah, now, congratulations been, to Bubba. I have been catching all kinds of different emails and texts about Bubba Wallace and how he uh, he won, and that's all you can Hey, do. he, he came won. in second in Daytona that time. If you want to call the show and talk about the three new winners last week, and uh, let's go, oh, Brandon. We uh, got to talk about that truck race. There was, what, five left? Yeah, it was wild truckers, too. Uh, Five left at the end. A lot happened in NASCAR at Talladega <laughs> last weekend. So, you know, when you go to Talladega, it's always a great weekend. You can oh, call yeah. the show at 407-916-8255 or 800-729-8255. Lisa, go okay, ahead and you, give us some You know IndyCar is off now. Oh, IndyCar is off now. Okay. Ray Hall Letterman Langan bids farewell Langan. to Sat. Sato. He is leaving the team for whom he scored four of his six IndyCar wins, including the Indy 500. Yeah, two times. Takumo Sato replaces Grosjean at Dell Coin Racing. Ah. And Roman Grosjean, excited to share data with his new teammate, Helio Castroneves, new and, uh-huh. yeah, new Andretti Autosports teammate, and learning from the four-time winner. Well, the reason they say that is because Andretti, like we just got off the phone with Simon Pagano, yeah, was talking about uh, the fact that it's a, a satellite team from Andretti, so they will share information as the way it sounds. Yeah. So go ahead. Andretti's, uh, Andretti's on Honda Motors or in got Honda yeah, Motors. They're all on Hondas. Yeah, and, and you know, okay. the, um, and didn't Sato race for AJ Foyt at one time? Yeah, a long time ago. But Sato, he he, uh, you know, he's two time Indy five hundred winner. Was driving for Ray Hall Letterman, and and, and uh, no news has come out besides when Lisa just found it. So where is Sato heading over to? He's replacing Grosjean at Dell Coin Racing. She's better than me. She is, because she got the information that I was looking for, and I could not find it. But on the flip side of that, no announcements were made about Sato's replacement at Ray Hall. So nobody knows about that either. There's your more indie Adding ovals, legend Jimmy Johnson. He's ending his rookie orientation program at Indianapolis Motor Speedway, closer to a full-time schedule for 2022. I do have some uh, quotes from Jimmy Johnson. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You guys ready for this? Yeah. Seven time NASCAR Cup Series champion, Jimmy Johnson. 
He was at Indianapolis Speedway, and he sat alone on the pit wall Wednesday morning, preparing for his IndyCar Series laps on the Oval. He said he was going through a mental checklist, reminding himself of the lowered expectation of a first-timer working to compete in the required three-stage rookie orientation program. You guys know there's three different stages these guys have to go through in order to be able to qualify to run ovals. These cars are blistering fast. You guys have no idea. So he says, I want to be smart and ease into things. And then all of a sudden, in the first laps, he goes, well... So much for easing into things. <laughs> so he, he says, as soon as you get a lap into the deal, you forget about the plan. You're in tune with the car, worrying about speed. It's just kind of like a, a driver uh, racing experience that you get used to, you know. And he says, um, him and Roman Grosjean were both out there. They participated Wednesday. NASCAR officials deemed that both drivers passed their rookie test, even though they had a few laps short because it ended up raining at the end of it. But... He said the car felt significantly lighter than a cup car, and it's about 1,700 pounds. How much does a cup car weigh? Here we go. 3,300. Yeah, that's like half, half the, uh, the weight. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Way different. Lighter tire, lower to the ground, all that. Crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, to talk about the three, the three different segments, the first segment is a 10-lap uh, segment at 205 to 210 miles an hour. The second segment is a 15-lap uh, stint at... 210 to 215. Now, the final segment is 15 laps at or faster than 215 miles an hour on the Indianapolis Speedway track. That is some blistering speed. Yeah, that's average speed. That's not straightaway speed. Straightaway speed is way right. faster than that. Right, right. That's, yeah. That's the and they're speed. really fast in Texas. You know what he said? The yeah, only thing that yeah. felt familiar between the two different types of cars? You ready for this one? Yeah. yeah. Fear. <laughs> is that he what he said, said air? No, fear. Oh, he fear. was scared out of his brains. He goes, he goes. I don't think that matters when you're in the car. It just, it's, it's one of those things that always comes to you. And just like if you're at war or whatever, if you're not fearing what's going to happen, then you're not a very smart person. So he uh, actually has a little bit of fear that goes along with going over 250 well, miles an hour. You know what you were talking about with Simon Pagano and. Uh, huh? You guys were talking about uh, the rookies and so on and so forth. Yeah. You got to understand that, yes, he is a rookie in IndyCar, correct? Sure. You know, that's yeah. what we're saying. But right. he's not a 20 year old man anymore. He's 40 something, what, years old, right? 40? A little long in the tooth. Well, you don't, <laughs> you react differently. You're uh-huh. not as uh, gamey just to jump in and, like, do crazy stuff. You're more right. wanting to get through the rest of your life without. You know, being in a wheelchair, so I understand where he's coming through, uh, coming from with that. You know what I'm saying? Well, this goes to show you that he was willing to take the next step in IndyCar, even though the rumors are flying everywhere about him going to NASCAR. I don't believe that's going to happen. Yeah, he, he was willing. Not going back to NASCAR, no. Steve. You know that, and I know that. Come well, on. they keep putting the rumors out there. He went seven times to come back, and blah blah blah. But I don't believe that's going to happen. So well, he's actually know, listen. I don't know what girl you danced with at the prom, or if you even went to the prom. But the girl I danced with with the prom isn't the one I married. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's he's uh, he's you know, moving he's on to beer and. He's yeah, moving on. Back. He's not looking back. Hey, I married mine. We ah. went to my ninth grade prom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you guys have? Kool-Aid and Twinkies? Well, no, we business. went and they had disco music and we said, we don't like it. Let's go. Yeah, we weren't in the disco. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jimmy Johnson and Grosjean both have qualified to be 
racing on ovals next season, so they can run a complete season. That's really cool. IndyCar Series starts, I believe it's in February in St. Petersburg. We can't wait for that. Tonight, and, guys. And let me ask you a question, Steve. Yes. This was the big hush-hush that why he couldn't drive an oval last year? That's exactly why. You have to qualify to be able to and, do that. And nobody, and nobody would bring that story out, right? You follow what yeah, I'm saying? Well, that's what they were saying. They just weren't saying that he was ready to do it. Now, you know, they, it, may have, it may have made him look bad if he decided that to say Because it. of his experience. Yeah, oh, I don't want to run ovals. Well, he didn't necessarily want to run ovals, but it was one of those things where he had to go out and, and qualify to run ovals. And, yeah. you know, one guy going out and doing it may, may not have made the trick, but with Grosje coming along and doing it with him, that, that probably, you know, made a difference for him to go ahead. And you and can't bump yeah. draft. So tonight yeah, you're going to bump draft, but hey, Eric does the same thing with those cars. It makes him goofy yeah. when you get up behind somebody. Yeah, it's just squirrely, squirrely. So uh, it was good for him to finally get that under his belt. But you know, one big thing remains. That's that that big day where you have to qualify to be in the Indy 500. Not everybody yeah. gets in there. You got to go over there and qualify. They call it Fast Friday or something like that. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, then if not, then you got to go uh, wait on the bump bubble there. See if and you hopefully, can somebody and, or see if you get bumped. You know what I'm that's saying? That's right. So, uh, Jimmy Johnson is qualified to run all the ovals next season, so that'll be good to see. If you guys want to call the show, it's 407 916 8255 or 800 729 8255. Now, today, open wheel modified, street stocks, mod lights, mini stocks, outlaw fours, non winged mini sprints, and a huge demolition derby, guys. Henry County Motorsports Park in Clewiston. It's, it's, uh, it's going to be a great night of racing tonight and have a ton of fun. All the big events are starting up. October's here, and the track is open for real good fun out there at Henry County Motorsports Park. Next week, going to be Florida Lake Models, guys, and the Street Stocks. My favorite Street Stocks, I'm sorry. Mini Stocks Outlaws, uh, Outlaw Fours, Gladiators, and 4.64s. But if you ain't seen a good old-fashioned demolition derby, they, had, they put on a humdinger out there at Henry County. That's tonight. Henry County Motorsports Park. Go to henryracing.com. Lisa, have you... Uh, I spoke to... Uh, I spoke to our, our good friend Joe Hilaire over at BLP Racing Products, uh-huh. and he says a lot of people are taking advantage of the 10% discount. So if you guys are serious about high performance, check out BLP Racing at BLP.com. BLP Racing Products right here in Orlando and manufactures the finest in performance carburetors, engine accessories, and fuel system components. Every single part of BLP Racing is made inside the USA, guys. Call BLP Racing Products at 800-624-1358 or visit them online at BLP.com. And like I said, this promo code's being used, and we got, what, I think seven or eight more weeks left of the season, maybe six. Guys, just use for a 10% discount. Use Racing Nuts 2021. That's Racing Nuts 2021 for a 10% discount at BLP Racing Products, fueling your passion for extreme performance. Now, Big Al, I got a little little tidbit of news for you for next weekend. You ready? I'm ready. You're off. We're all off. The Racing Nuts have to take a weekend off next weekend. We're uh Going to let uh, uh, Central Florida football take over next weekend. We'll take a week off as we prepare to get into the long stretch or the short stretch or the little teeny beating stretch of, <laughs> of the championship We're going to make playoffs. it to the last furlong is what you're trying to say. We're going to take we're a week off. And I think, stretch. Yeah, we're going to take a week off. When we come back, we'll pack the show full of all kinds of NASCAR drivers and all kinds of people to be able to talk with all of our fans here in Orlando and uh, get ready for the big stretch the home stretch into the championship. The home in, stretch. Yep. In NHRA? 
and NASCAR, but Formula One, they're going almost all, all the way yeah. to Christmas Day, for God's sake. They're going. They're, they're making up some ground from uh, losing all them races. Talking about season. Formula One. We're going to talk about oh. them. When we come back, it's time for a little quick break. Let us, let us go ahead and pay the bills real quickly, so when we get back, we'll both get on Formula One. We'll be right back with more Racing Nuts right here on... The Racing Nuts Radio Network. <laughs> Hi, this is Ricky Rudd, driver of the Texaco Havlin Ford Taurus. Hi, this is Jeff Burton. Hey, this is Ray Everton. Hi, this is Brett Bodine. Hi, this is Rusty Wallace. Hi, I'm Terry Labonte. Hey, this is Jeff Green. Hi, I'm Jeff Perkins. Hi, I'm Jason. Hey, this is Matt Kenson. Hey, I'm Tony Rains. All right, motorheads, listen up. Get ready for some serious racing action, because here comes the racing nut. Yeah, that is so old, Lisa. We need to really revamp that one, because Big Al, that's, that's like the history That's of when racing. we started. Like a history. Yes. Well, that's when we started. Well, you know, we had all those interviews. I did. It's actually. nice. Big Al, you interviewed. Uh, and you'll see some of them in the XRS series. Hey? S- oh, SRX series. XRX. That's a new series S-R-X. that Big Al came up with. <laughs> he raced at International Raceway in the XRX series. So you know F1's in the Turkish GP, right? F- Turkey. F1 drivers say that the grippier Istanbul circuit feels intense and like a completely different track following the the recent surface treatment. Is that is that so a real word, Lisa? Grippier? Yeah, grippier. grippier. It's grippy. Okay, so there it is. <laughs> Turkey's grippy. Okay, yeah, if yeah, you guys yeah. want to call us... get the fine Turkish tobacco to roll their own cigarettes? You, you never know. They, I don't know. It could be like that yeah, guy on the wing of the camel, plane rolling something. Camel, I don't know. Like camel? We got our <laughs> cigarette tobacco from Turkey. There you go. Okay, you guys want to call the show? It's 407 916-8255 or 800-729-8255. Turkey is not looking very good for Verstappen. No. Red no. Bulls struggle at no. the opening practice of the Turkish Grand Prix. And, uh, you know, this should be the week that he takes advantage of the fact that Lewis Hamilton is going to have a 10-position penalty for changing a lot of the components on his motor. I'm not sure if you guys know. What did he change? That. He hey, changed, I believe it was a muffler and tires? something else. Steve, Steve don't they run different tires? Right? Red tires are grippier, black tires aren't or something. Don't they have like 15 different compounds? They do, they do. They run a bunch of different tires. But, you know, uh, there was a lot of spin-outs before Friday's practice because it was raining. So that kind of washes everything off of the track. made it slick like oil. So um, it seems that... Oh. Um, it looks like Mercedes put a fresh internal combustion engine that triggered a 10-point uh, grid penalty. I can only take one, one question at a time. He threw me off with the things because Lisa said, what did he change? Well, he changed his motor. He didn't want to change the complete drivetrain because that would have put him all the way to the rear of the field. And that's why he only decided to change a portion of it. See, and what do you think exhausted. they did? You think they did like an inline on an old Cummins truck there? Just dropped the oil pan and changed all the rocks? <laughs> Well, maybe they didn't change the, the, the training. So, you know, it, it, the whole thing comes as one big component, so maybe they left the training in it and went ahead and changed the power unit. See what I'm saying? To the transmission. To the old transmission. Kept the old yeah. transmission. Because if you change a complete power unit, then that means you got to take all the way to the back of the field. You understand? Dead last. Yeah, you're dead last. And so being leading in the points, and there's only two points separating the number one and number two in Formula One right now. So the seven-time world champion, uh, 
he is making sure he can at least try to catch up. And tenth place uh, grid penalty is a lot better than going all the way to the rear of the field because then you got. Is it like of, NASCAR and in, in IndyCar where it's only like a couple points per position or something? It's less than that with Formula One. It's like you know you get a point only the five top or something. Only the top thirteen or something like that get points for a race, a complete race. Oh, so not everybody can can gain points in a race if you don't if you don't finish. So within that a, means if you run like tenth or worse every race, you don't even you're not even going to collect any points or manufacture points. So it's very stringent and yeah, it's very difficult for these Formula One guys. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna re, he's gonna receive a tenth place grid penalty for Sunday's Turkish Grand Prix. And uh, he took a new engine, like I said. So Max Verstappen, this is the time for him to go ahead and, and, and step up to the plate and qualify great. You know, practice one, he wasn't so hot. Practice two, he really wasn't so hot. So uh, he recovered from his 20th place in the second practice, and uh, it seems like he, he's moving his way up to the field. We'll see how he does in practice three. Not quite sure how he's doing, but this is the time where he needs to pounce, right? If you're that close in the points and, and you see Hamilton had a setback like that, Max Verstappen needs to step up, right? These, yes, definitely. It's time. So, the two tightest guys in racing right now, Red Bull, Verstappen, and... Hamilton. Hamilton and Williams. These guys are uh, trying to get themselves a championship. So, it's going to be a tough fight all the way to the end. And like I said, these guys are going to race all the way to almost Christmas. I believe they have uh, 11 races remaining for Formula One. I have something on that. Okay. In two weeks, you're coming out to the United States. Coda. Hey. A high number of races, physical and mental stresses. Alpha Tour boss says staff is unhappy about the stresses put on them with a 23 race F1 schedule for 2022 from the middle of March until mid-November next yeah. year. And they're not just in one country. They're all over the world. They're so that must be really stressful. Yeah, I mean, flight plans or whatever, boat, and, and then logistics on shipping all the equipment. And- yeah. Oh, well, I say, God, that's just don't, crazy. They do have a huge summer break, though. I think it's like a four-week or three-week break in the middle of the summer. They I would just every single year buy an old Air Force cargo plane and put everything in it. Here comes Lisa's. <laughs> Lisa's new team is called Indiana Jones Racing. We're getting the back of my C-130 here. We're going American. Yeah. American racing operation Andretti Autosport is closing in on a deal to take over a majority stake in Alfa Romero F1 team. Michael Andretti is eager to add a Grand Prix team to his profile. Those Americanos are coming. Those son of a gun. (laughs) Over there in the Formula One stuff. There's another American team trying to get up in here, boys. Don't let them do it. They already got Coda over there in Texas, and now they got Miami. They're coming. I'm telling you, the injuries are on their way. Formula One's going to get taken over. There it is. Hey, Unbelievable. Yeah. 1998, I mean, excuse me. In 1898, Theodore Roosevelt organized the Rough Riders. You remember the Rough Riders, don't you? Yeah, I, I think I was around back then somehow. It's the first... Voluntary Calvary in America, one of America's great presidents and the face of the Great Awakening coffee. The Roosevelt Cowboy Blend, impulsive hints of cocoa, caramel, and an aromatic touch of vanilla, guys, is perfect for the resourceful and assertive patriot who enjoys late morning coffee breaks like Big Al. Grab a bag of Roosevelt's Blend at RacingNutsRadioNetwork.com forward slash coffee. Save 10% with the coupon code RACING. That's Racing Nuts Radio Network.com. I know it's a long name. Racing Nuts Radio Network.com forward slash coffee. 
Coupon code is racing. The Great Awakening Coffee. Their specialty is waking up Big Al. No, waking up people. <laughs> there you go. Big Al says he has three coffee cups a day, right? He does. And listen, as, listen, as Teddy Roosevelt would say, bully. <laughs> you need to get yourself some of that Teddy Roosevelt stuff. The cowboy blend. Now, I bet you you'll wake up with just one cup of coffee. Or else yes. we'll have to give you a Sleepy Joe sleeping game pill. That's another story. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, okay. works, right, Lisa? Oh, my yeah. God, it works. Yeah. I tried it. Lisa tried it. Chris tried it. Big Al, we got to get you some of that stuff over there, Sleepy Joe Sleep Aid. And uh, you'll be out. You'll be out like uh, Sleepy Joe in his mama's basement, like the commercial says. Yeah, there's a bunch of Sleepy Joes, but that's another story. NHRA, this weekend is the Texas Fall Nationals, guys. Force, and I mean Brittany Force, Robert Height, Greg Anderson, and Tommy Johnson. They lead after a wild day of Texas Fall Nationals, guys. Brittany Force, Top Fuel, Robert Height. Funny Car, Greg Anderson, Pro Stock, and Steve Johnson, Pro Stock Motorcycle. They led all their classes in the first day of qualifying Texas. Woo! I'll tell you what. Force had the second best run of a, on her qualifying run, and it was 3.761. It was behind Mike Salinas, 3.729. But her and, and crew chief Dave Grubnick, they've got together. And Dave Grubnick, the, uh, I believe he's an uh, Englishman. He's really great on on the wrenches, and he's done a really good job being the mechanic. They disappointed. They did not disappoint anybody. They have a track record now: three hundred and thirty-five point thirty-two miles an hour, the fifth quack, the fifth quickest, and the seventh fastest passes in history to collect a fifteen thousand qualifying fifteen thousand dollar qualifying bounty. Now, Robert Height, he had a run in his funny car. And he said, we had a cluster up there. They're sitting on the line, and uh, then he backed up, and one of the guys noticed that they had a fuel leak. Can you believe it? Oh. 12,000 horsepower funny car with a fuel leak, okay, guys? And so blow up. He's sitting there looking at the fuel tee, and, and Jimmy Proc, the crew chief, he might have even burned himself. He stuck his hand in there, reaching over the header mm-hmm. to try to fix it. But, honestly... He thought the NHRA was going to shut him down because of the fuel leak, and he sat there, and both of us, uh, they, they used a lot of fuel, and they heated up the clutch pretty hard, and he said, you know what? I don't care. They, he rolled up to the line. They turned on the lights, and so they, he just took off, and because he did that, he uh, he didn't want to hold up Bob Tasca, you know, so he just did it, and um, he did it perfectly, actually, doing a 3.882, posted the pole, and uh, had a fuel leak at the same time, and ended up on the other side of the track, took care of Minnes, and... Um, Right now, we had Matt Hagen on last weekend. You guys remember that, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, he is taking control, guys. As close to the funny car points is, uh, they've been like this all season long, Matt Hagen, along with his assistant, his assist from Tommy Johnson. You remember Matt Hagen was on last week, and he said that, you know, he had the COVID, and Tommy yeah. Johnson jumped into the funny car, and right. the points continued to go Matt, Matt Hagen's way because Tommy won two of those races. Right, so it looks right. like he's going to run away. The car, not the driver, right. He's right. Yeah. Exactly. So it looks like he's going to rail, run away with a second straight title. Um, at least that's what it seems like. He's opened up a 59-point lead over Don Schumacher's racing teammate, Ron Caps, thanks to his win two weeks ago in St. Louis. Uh, it, it's really good to see him do really well. 59 points is not insurmountable. It happened. It's done before. Bob Tasca opened up a 60-point advantage when J.R. Todd came back and took the title away from him. So uh, it can be done, but it's really a, a far stretch, 59 points. So we'll see if Hagen's aware and how long he can keep his uh, his big old separation between between him and his teammate Ron Caps. And uh, all weekend long, it's Texas, guys. It's the Texas Fall Nationals, the NHRA, as they wind down their championship 
Only four races remain until the champion is crowned in all four series. Pro bike, pro motorcycle, pro mod, uh, pro stock, excuse me, <laughs> and uh, funny car and top fuel. And we have been speaking with Tony Schumacher, and uh, if you guys would like to know, he's in the middle of getting married, so he'll be absent for the next couple weeks, and we will be absent next week. Our show will be preempted for the uh, Central Florida football game. So hopefully the Central Florida guys, they go out there tonight, so they go out there and take care of business and win. Lisa, you were talking, when we, when we get back, we're going to talk about these three different winners, okay? Brandon Brown. Now, you've seen, you've seen everything all over TV and everything, right, babe? Big Al? <laughs> what? 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 What are you talking about? NB, NBC. They were, they were chanting, let's go, Brandon. Okay, so... Lance yeah. Brandon on TV was on NBC and uh, the truck series. Tate Fogelman, like Lisa said, they had those trucks just totally destroyed. Then like, did you see the last one, Matt Crafton? Oh, he 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 got over the he, line. He, he did. He, he made it over the His line. Truck was all yeah. to pieces. <laughs> Talladega, like you say, Miguel, it tore up. Some that stuff. truck race was it, great. It sure did. And then you got Ooh. you know the third one. You got Bubba Wallace. Now, we got a range-shortened race. A lot of people say, well, he didn't win. Well, he did win. He was leading the race. They've had those shortened races. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Same thing about Eric Amarola, too. And even even Kyle Petty won a race when it rained, okay? Okay, so anything can happen. When we get back, we're going to go over all this Cup Series news. When we get back, you guys can call the show. It's 407-916-8255. I didn't schedule a lot of guys to be on the show today, so I get you callers interested. I know everybody's got a lot to say about Bubba Wallace finally winning a race after his 672nd start. No. That thing hooked up? Yeah. All right, pull the switch. Ready to satisfy your need for speed? It's our number two of the Racing Nuts. Live from the Rust Noise Roofing and GC Iron Radio Headquarters. It's the Racing Nuts. Your window into the machine that is NASCAR. NHRA. IndyCar. And more. With your host, Steve. Do you want to touch my monkey? Lisa. Woo-hoo! And Big Al. Alright, welcome to hour number two of the Racing Nuts Show, right here on the Racing Nuts Radio Network. Live from the GCIron.com Rest Noise Roofing Studios on WYGM FM 96.9, the game Orlando and iHeartRadio nationwide. If you miss a show, you can always go to iHeartRadio, check out the apps and put in the Racing Nuts show, or you can go to RacingNutsRadioNetwork.com. 
Motorsports.com. All the latest news and all the latest stuff that's happening across the world of motorsports is always there. And all the shows are logged on there, too, so you can go back and listen to the interview we just did with Simon Pagino, which is really good, huh, Lisa? Yeah. Pretty good interview. Yeah. Lisa, go ahead and tell me your crazy floor story, because I know Big Al did not have one. Okay. No, no, no. I was waiting for Lisa this week, and I'll do one next week. <laughs> this only happens in Hollywood, Florida. Oh, no. Somebody Hollywood. went into their bathroom to go to the bathroom, right. and what did they find in the toilet? A gator. An iguana. An iguana? A big iguana. iguana. It's, yes. it's, a, it's a mini gator. The iguana was swimming in the toilet. <laughs> well, you see, that listen, some people have iguanas as pets. I was watching on Facebook the other day, okay, before they crashed and smashed and burned and everything else. But I was watching, and I saw somebody had trained an iguana to use the toilet. Yeah, I saw that, too. Okay, so maybe... Wasn't it on ridiculousness? Pe- oh, there was ridiculousness. That's what it was. <laughs> But I felt that I would mention the failure of Facebook. It was it was a lot of fun. <laughs> seven hours, six billion dollars. Hey, seven, hey. seven billion dollars. So you're Our telling me the iguana flushed the toilet? No, no. It just it just got. Well, they've it, had snakes come out of the toilet. It got in a position where it could go ahead and and, and let it fly, and it let it fly right into the toilet, and then it jumped out. You it was don't know smart. if it came hey, through there. Hey, you've been learning how to do that stuff. But I've been watching you, boy. Steve, I have something really important. Right. Go ahead. Okay, we have to give our condolences out to the family in Athens, Georgia. Former NASCAR Xfinity and Truck Series competitor mm-hmm. John West Townley was killed in a shootout Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, and That's nobody tragic. thought that it was nobody thought that it was him, and everybody kept going back and forth. Him saying, and the I think it was his wife got shot, but they found the know, man that did yeah, it. Yeah, if nobody knows that. that family's the Zaxby family. Yeah, exactly. I was yeah, waiting for somebody to come up and say and stuff, and, and we mm-hmm. got a chance to race with him in the ASA uh-huh. series with uh, uh, a friend of mine, Brian Bloom, and we raced all over the country with that kid. And Bo Slocum, he's another one that would die too young too. Uh, he had uh, an illness. Uh, that's a shame, 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 shame. Yeah. So our condolences really go out to the family. His uh, his father's the one who invented Zaxby's, like the gal said. And so our condolences definitely go out to the family. And tragedies are happening all over the place, guys. Last week's race at Talladega was a tragedy for a lot of the guys that are in the playoffs. It was. Yeah. It, it, it was. It was a tragedy for their trucks. Yeah, well, Tate Fogelman. I mean, when's the last time you heard that name? I can't remember when I heard Tate Fogelman. Well, I'm going to tell you, I heard it a lot because Tommy worked for his dad, Jay, and helped Jay uh, get uh, Tate into racing up there in the Carolinas. And Tommy had a lot of fun with that family up there. Nice. See, I knew Big Al would have something to say about Tate Fogelman. There you go. Tate Fogelman, he bagged. Very good kid. Tommy said he had a lot of talent. Back in the day, there. So he, he still he, does. Shows that he's he's learning. Yep. He he was the unlikely Tommy winner. Tommy was with him, and uh, right. he won a wild truck series race yes, at Talladega, guys. <laughs> and they said, first thing is uh, that's Talladega for you, you know. Before Tate Fogelman could go to Victory Lane, he had to visit the infield care center. I don't know if you guys were watching. They would not let him go to Victory Lane. They grabbed him up. Threw him inside the ambulance and took him over to the infield care center. He slid sideways across yes, the finish did. line with Tyler Hill <laughs> slamming with him into the inside wall. Fogelman uh, claimed... He hit that wall hard. They both did. Yeah, he, did. He, he claimed the win after uh, he, he turned then race leader John Hunter Nemechek sideways, passed him on the tri-oval as the trucks approached the stripe. Now, if you guys don't know, when that track Talladega was built... 
they wanted to put the, the, the start-finish line further from the center of the track, yeah. and it's further down so that people could actually see in different areas of the track the, the finish. Uh-huh. So when you think you're finishing right there at the center of the track, it's not there. It's down well, about yeah, a quarter. Daytona's in the middle of the trial, like a lot of these other tracks, mm-hmm. like uh, Pocono and so on and so forth. Not tell They moved it down yep. from the trial to the start of the straightaway going into the first turn. So, yeah, it is way different, yes. That's right. So, Fogelman's victory was the first. He had 46 truck series starts before he finally made it to victory lane. It was his second top ten in the series. And his first one on pavement. He had uh, he had one that he ran in the dirt, and he ran ninth at Knoxville. Fogelman had never finished a super speedway race before. Did you hear what I said? He had never, he almost didn't finish this one, but he had never finished a, a super speedway race before. He's always crashed out. And he's been in multi-car wrecks earlier in the races that he had been in on a super speedway. So he did, he was, said it was crazy. What? His words were, uh, his margin of victory were point zero five two. That's like not even a second, okay? Yeah. <laughs> he missed the hey, first you know big what? wreck. Like I used to tell time, you got the crashing part, you learned all that, and now you just got to learn how to drive the car and win races. <laughs> well, a win's a win no matter how you look at it, whether That's it's, it, you know. Bud. Yeah, and, and Crawford, he was funny. He crashed up, but he turned his car around, and he got over the finish line. <laughs> Wait, you said Crawford? Yeah. There's no Crawford. I mean, yeah, the tra- no, who is Crafton. it? Crafton. Crafton, sorry. It's her favorite driver. She just called Crafton. him Crawford. Oh, lordy me. Uh, she either called Crafton. him Crawford. I know what her mind was on. Why, wait till she interviews uh, him. My mind's on chicken wings. Wait till she interviews him. That's going to be a hoot. Hey, Matt Crawford. <laughs> That should be funny. Sometimes you come up with the funniest stuff. You just too much. Anyway, you you don't need to come up with funny stories. You just need to come out. They they, they keep coming out. That's unbelievable. And uh, when he was interviewed uh, in Victory, that was a DTD moment. DTD. You guys ever watch Carlos Mancia? That was DTD for sure. Um, anyway, uh, he said oh he, man, where did he go? I miss him. You, he was great. He was hilarious. He was like the old He's comedians. They hate everybody. They're not prejudiced about anybody. They just across the board make fun of every single person on planet Earth. It's pretty good stuff. Yeah, uh, I miss the comedians like that. Before everybody's feelings got hurt. Anyway. <laughs> oh, you know, man. you know what's funny, uh, Big Al. We what went to a comedy baby? show, and I told Steve, I don't mind sitting up front. They can uh-huh. make fun of me, and they do, and I just go with it. Uh, we had- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's all good, you know? You're not the that funny thing was- you have to deal with all that stupid stuff. You yeah. guys from Miami that know about Miami, we went to the, the, the Hard Rock of Miami. We the to Improv. The club. And uh, um, it was DJ Laz from Power 96 in Miami, and he was there. And he looks down at us, and he goes... Sure, you know. I do a radio show. He didn't know that, though. But I said, yeah, we're the last of the Ohio Hillbillies. And so he said, everybody started cracking up. Uh, uh, just too much. And uh, we had a good time there. Yeah. We, had, we always have a good time. I just go with the flow. When we go to these comedy clubs, they're such a hoot. And no doubt about it. So one thing that uh, Tate Fogelman said was, he said, I never finished a super speedway race before in my life. And he said, I was having a good feeling about it. But then, boom. He, he said, we lined up for that. That final restart in overtime, he goes, I just know I got to be aggressive. I got to be aggressive. He said he was getting the push, and then he said, I was I'm going sideways, and I'm like, oh, God, I'm not going to finish this one now. So, anyway, it's funny how he got into it. And uh, Todd Gilliland, he came home third, followed that by Nemechek. And Nemechek, he slid across the finish line 
fourth, and he slid sideways across the finish line. So he was the only one of the eight playoff drivers to finish in the top ten, an event that left several drivers in the postseason in a must-win position for October 30th, round eight. Uh, the, 30, the round three, I believe it is, of the eight elimination race at Martinsville Speedway. They're not racing until October 30th, guys. We wow. have plenty of time to sit back and say, what just happened to Talladega? <laughs> Take full one. Beat all of us? I can't believe that. So, um, you know, it's because you know, they all crashed up. Yeah, and you know, it seemed that at the end of the race, I don't know if you guys remember this, but your your driver, Lisa, Matt Crawford, Crafton, uh, he went up and he smacked uh, uh, Joe Hunter Nemechek. Oh, Moody. yeah, he was interviewing, yeah. and he did smack him in the behind. Did you he see went, the look oh. on his face? He like, I, it looked like he goosed him or something. Man, he went, oh. During his interview, right in the middle of his NBC interview, it was that was funny. And then he goes, "Oh, he's just angry old man." (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you got a chance to see that big guy, but it was a hoot. I'll tell you that right now. So. When you read big headlines and you and you look into this stuff, and I, I have to do a lot of research to make sure that I give you guys the best stories that I possibly can here on WYGM FF 96.9 when it comes to racing, I got this, this weird um, short story. It said, Crew Chief Eddie Traconis is suspended by NASCAR. Did you get Did you get a chance to see that big album? Who's crew chief? No, no, no. What's going on with that album? No. He's the crew chief of the number two team of Young Motorsports, and he was suspended by NASCAR. Now, the penalty was issued Wednesday as an indefinite suspension for a violation of sections 12.8.1.C. Whatever, behavioral. It says behavioral. Now, behavioral. Behavioral. Okay, so it really doesn't. Bad behavior. It doesn't tell you anymore. Now, his actions as a result of the actions, the driver uh, and the team lost 25 to 50 owner points Mm. and team points. And they got a $25,000 fine. And they got a one-race suspension and an indefinite suspension or termination. Now, I go down the list of stuff, and I'm looking everywhere. There is no news on what this guy, Eddie Troconis, did. No, no news anywhere. I searched Twitter. I searched everything. There's no news, guys. But I did but, mention to, to, to get this uh, section 12.8.1. So out of these four different categories, he did one of the four. Is that fair? Let's hear it. When okay. are they? I, Either. Listen, can I give you my opinion first? Go ahead. What do you think? I think he was at the strip club with Urban Meyer. <laughs> he could have been. <laughs> no, he was over there with Matt Crafton or Crawford or whatever the guy's name is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, number one, he could have, Eddie Traconis could have had a physical confrontation with the NASCAR official, a media member like Big Al, or a fan, etc. Okay. Ooh. Number two, he could have had a member-to-member confrontation with physical violence or other violent manifestations, such as significant threats. I'm gonna kill you, boy. And or abuse or an engagement. So that's number two. Number three, Eddie Traconis could have attempted to manipulate the outcome of a race or a championship, kind of like what. Um, Kevin Harvick did with his fin a couple of uh, years back where they all had that fin in the back window soft sucked in. That's another story altogether. He, he's, he's suspended indefinitely. And the other thing he could have done, which we really don't know what he did, he could have intentionally wrecked another vehicle, whether or not the vehicle was removed from competition as a result. The last two, I don't believe he did because he was not in, in the race. 
So it had to be one of the first two. The NASCAR did not provide specifics behind the violation, but did confirm that it was a non-competition or non-track related incident. So it has to be oh, one of the two. All right, Truck Series playoff standings after Talladega. John Hunter Neiman checks leading Ben Rhodes, Matt Crawford, or Craig Crafton, Sheldon Creed. Below the championship before, Stuart Friesen, Chandler Smith, Carson Hochover, and Zane Smith. Those guys, those top, those four guys I just mentioned, they have to win to get in. All right, we're going to take a quick break really quick. When we get back, Xfinity Series news. Let's go, Brandon. Lisa. <laughs> On the Racing Nuts Radio Network. Now it's time to get to your questions. It's Doc Radio. You're on the air. Call up. You got a bell, honey. We'll find a way to ring it. And talk to the nuts right now. I don't know how you guys walk around with those things. Oh, yeah. How will we walk around with those big coconuts, Lisa? That's unbelievable. (laughs) Speaking of coconuts, guys, we're in the Xfinity Series. Uh, Big Al, you saw the Xfinity Series race, didn't you? I saw some of it, Steve. Yes. Talladega last weekend. I know you saw the end of it. I saw the highlights. Uh, Lisa saw the highlights. Before we get into that, guys, let me go ahead and give you guys a little something about the GCIron.com Edge. You guys can find the right parts you need quickly, easily, using the powerful parts navigation system. Parts on the GCIron.com site are shown via exploited parts diagrams, which took Frank. I'm telling you, it's taken him over 10 years to get all these diagrams on there for you guys. So it's all detailed. The schematics show the parts for each assembly for your machine. They sell OEM parts from the manufacturers, not the cheapest, cheapy stuff that's flown in from China, guys. It's the real deal from JLG, Great All, Skytrack, Lowell, Multiquip, Genie, Kubota Engine, Solar, IHIN, EDCO, GC Iron sells new and used construction equipment and parts, guys. And so you don't have to go out there and rent this stuff. You can actually buy your own boom lift, scissor lift, uh, telescopic forklifts, mini excavators, utility loaders, cut saws, walk behind saws, generators, pumps, welders. Why rent it when you can own it, guys? Use construction equipment and they have an express order for them. Call 866-403-IRON or simply go to gciron.com. The construction equipment industry's parts leader. Now, the, the, the sky turned off the lights at Talladega last weekend on the Xfinity Series race. Darkness, darkness was all over Talladega. That gave Brandon Brown the chance to beat everybody else. As he crossed the finish line under caution, Brandon Brown got his first victory of the Xfinity Series. The one thing he said right away was, and we appreciate this, Brandon, thank God. We did it. Yeah, did he it. was so happy. We won. He was actually in, almost in tears. On a day of, of, uh, of crazy victories like the Truck Series mm. race at Talladega, a track where unexpected seems to be commonplace. Brown had a narrow lead, three wide. Justin Algeyer, Brandon Jones at the previous scoring loop when NASCAR called the caution, and Algeyer thought he had it. Brandon Jones thought he had it. But remember, they have these timing loops, right, big across the track. And when that caution is flown, that's exactly where they show the race ended, right? Yeah, that's where the race ends, correct, Steve. So, with darkness coming and uh, giving them no option to resume the race, NASCAR showed the checker flag to Brown after he uh, was under yellow at lap 107 of the 113. Jones credited his second um, was was credited with the win over second and third place, and uh, his excitement. Ah, didn't abate one bit when he got to victory lane. 
You can say his, uh, he, he said, you can ask my neighbors in coastal Carolina. I did plenty of burnouts to practice for this moment. <laughs> yes, and he, he did. did. He said, oh, my God, it's a dream come true. A Talladega <laughs> winner. Oh, my God, Dad, we did it. This is everything we had hoped to dream for, everything I wanted to do. Take the trophy home to Mom and Dad. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, Larry's Lemonade, for all the partners. It's so unbelievable. Then we get to the sticky point. Where, you know, uh, NBC News yeah, is interviewing him. What, what he is doing, yeah, no. he's on the track. And then they take the focus to the fans. And, and the fans were all erupting and saying just what they do at the college, college games. games. Well, <laughs> Miguel, were you in Talladega last week? Say that, was I at Talladega I, last you, week? Were you in Talladega last week, Miguel? No, I wasn't at Talladega last week. I was over here with you. Were you starting a chance, let's go, Brandon Biden? No, I don't think I started that one, no. Okay. okay. Just wanted to make sure that it wasn't that, you. That was not the chant. Co- oh. It was no, the same as the, the chant. No, that was not the chant. No, I didn't start the other chant. No. Well, that's what I heard. <laughs> I heard, let's go, Brandon, Biden. You didn't hear that? No. No. I didn't know Biden had another kid. <laughs> Brandon, uh, his name's not Brandon Biden, is it? It's Brandon Jones, huh? Yeah. Right. Okay. No, Brandon oh, Biden. It's Brandon Brown. Brandon Jones. And it's Brandon no, Brown. I don't think that was the chance, Steve. No. Oh, it wasn't. Okay, so we're not. And I can't believe it. they even Steve, put it Steve. on TV, but I can't it was there. What I can't believe is that the FCC <laughs> has not signed NBC. Because you've already had a talk with me and said, Al, you can't say that stuff. I know. Isn't that great yeah. that I got you shut down? But I figured that you were the instigator that started at Talladega, but I was wrong about that. Too. No, I did not instigate nothing, Steve. If I can't get on the racing nut show and say it, by golly, I'm going to Talladega and we're going to start a hoop. Yeah, I I've got to see those girls in bikinis wrestling in barbecue sauce. I'm on my way to Talladega. I, 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 think, I think it was Jello this, this past year. <laughs> You're just too funny. Okay, so after that race at Talladega, the playoffs round of twelve, they come to a close. They come to close at Charlotte, guys. The first elimination race of the twenty twenty one Xfinity Series playoffs comes down to the road course at Charlotte, guys. The Roval, Lisa, you love the Roval, don't you? Yes, I do. Big, I got like, that chicane in there. You, you like a good Roval, don't you? Yeah, the Roval race. I thought they were interesting. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Different. Okay, so different, let's go over this. Different. Yeah. Different. Okay. Wow, that was loud. Excuse me with my stupid microphone here. Okay, the first two pro season, uh, postseason round of 12 races have been won by non-playoff drivers, if you guys did not know that. Yeah. But there's a good case that could be made. Uh, it could be a usual trend, and I don't believe it's going to work this Saturday. That's today at Charlotte Motor Speedway in the Roval. Regular season champion. A.J. Allmendinger is a two-time defending winner of today's race at the rare, uh, after a rare 39th place finish at Talladega last weekend when he got wrecked out. So, Allmendinger yeah, is ready to finalize. What did you say, Miguel? He did get wrecked out. Yeah, he did. So, he's ready to finalize his move to the next round of the playoffs with a third straight win. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And at one of his favorite venues, the Roval in Charlotte, Almondinger edged Noah Grayson by .446 seconds to win the 2020 version of the Roval. And uh, but he wasn't competing for the championship last year. But this week, this year he is. This weekend he's got a lot more on the line for the five-time road course winner. That's five times he's won at road courses, okay? Digger is really the only one in the series who has truly mastered the Roval. Two in a row, and now he's going to go for number three. Now, Team team Penske driver Centric, uh, another five-time road course race winner, has a pair of third-place finishes and one sixth-place finish in his three Charlotte tries. This year, however, he finished the top three in three of the six previous road course events, with a victory at Indy in the road course and a runner-up at Daytona's road course, a third-place finish at Watkins Glen earlier this season. Justin Allgaier is currently ranked second in the championship, 22 points behind Cedric. His best finish in the three Charlotte is the three Charlotte tries is fourth in 2019. So it's going to be an interesting race today. The Roval at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Uh, this year's Roval runner-up. Last year's Roval runner-up. Excuse me, Grayson has a uh, top 10 runs in the last three road courses in the schedule. I don't think he has a chance at winning this stuff when you got guys like uh, Cedric and Almondinger out there out front. I think this may be Almondinger's chance to win himself his first championship in the Xfinity Series. What do you think, Miguel? Yeah, it, you, you, it could be, Steve. You never know. And happy birthday to Harrison Burton. He turns 21 today, and he holds a slim eight-point eight advantage over his cousin, Jim Burton, for eighth and final playoff transfer position. One of the Burtons is going to go ahead and uh, move forward, and I don't think maybe both of them can, but uh, it seems that uh, road courses are not their forte when it comes to this type of racing. So this will be uh, Jeb Burton's Ro- Roval debut. And let's see, long shot this weekend. Who do you think it is, big guys? Jeremy Clements. He sits 12th out of the 12 playoff drivers, 48 points below Harrison Burton in the, court, in the cutoff. However, Jeremy Clements is one of only four Xfinity playoff drivers with road course trophy at home. He scored really? a win at Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin in 2017. Oh. So he's the 12th guy, and that's the way he can pump himself into the championship points at the Xfinity Series. Now, today the race is going to be on at 3 o'clock. It's the drive for the Cure 250. Now, having already clinched a spot in the round of 8 of 22, Austin Cedric will start from the pole. Saturday's race, today's race at Charlotte Motor Speedway on the Roval. It is a nighttime this season. Cedric starts the field. Three-time road course winner, Justin Allgaier, will start alongside. Daniel Hemrick, Josh Berry, Justin Haley. Rounding out the top five, Brandon Jones starts six. Jeb Burton and Harrison Burton, Riley Hurst, Noah Grayson. That marks out you're not your top ten. Standings right now, Austin Cedric is leading the points. Justin Aldire, Daniel Hemrick, A.J. Allmendinger is fourth. Justin Haley, Brandon Jones, Noah Grayson, Harrison Burton currently below the cutoff. These are the guys that have got to win in order to get in. Jeb Burton, Matt Snyder, Riley Hurst, Jeremy Clements. Now, a little Yeah, that's local, a lot of pressure, ain't it, Steve? It is, and, and, and Jeremy's 48 points back, so if he doesn't, if he doesn't win, he's not going to be able to make it in mathematically. He may be able to 40... Is there 48 cars? No, there's only going to be like 43, I think, or 42. Yeah, so he has got, to. He can't make it in on points or none of that. It's got to be a win, bud. No, if he, if, if he had some help from somebody else and he won uh, both of the segments, he could basically just scratch it in there. 
but he had to have some help with one of the top eight falling out or something like that. Falling out or having a lot of problems. So, you know, you, you can't rely on that. You know what I'm saying? That you can't. you got to go out there and win. There's no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, you got to go all out. All out. Mm-hmm. Go all in, win. doggy. Uh, yep. yep. Do Amachi Sauces is sponsoring Alex Labby this weekend in Charlotte. Okay, local Tampa Bay may do Amachi sauces are taking part in a pink brain with spaghetti sauce to a national audience on Saturday as their logo rounds the race course on the hood of Alex Labby's number 36 Chevy Camaro. And what they said is um, the Amachi sauces began in a small family owned pizza shop in Tampa's historic Yober City Entertainment District. And their small company has a big message intended for Florida's first lady as the cars are buzzing around the Charlotte Motor Speedway. Uh, number 36's hood will be adorned with their special pink logo, while on the car window, strut will carry a heartfelt message of encouragement aimed at Florida's first lady, Casey DeSantis. Yeah. Labby's car, along with two other drivers, will have pink ribbons on there that say Casey DeSantis, and our prayers go out to her That's as she's right. been diagnosed with breast cancer, mm-hmm. especially in the month of October, which is always Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Uh-huh. Right? Yes. Right. Our prayers go out to her. Our prayers go out to her, and... I'm telling you what, we have the best governor in the whole United States, Ron DeSantis. Yes, we do, and that Texas governor. And that Texas governor over there, Mr. Abbott. They're both good, <laughs> they're both good, they're both good. Hey, what do you guys, uh, we're gonna, when we come back, we're going to talk about this, but uh, what do you think? I, mean, I got lots of mixed news and lots of mixed stories about a bunch of people crying, saying that Bubba Wallace is the golden boy, and Bubba Wallace this, and Bubba Wallace that. What's your, what's your opinion Look, on that before we Bubba, We've got two minutes. Bubba Wallace is the first black victor uh, in the I, category I gotta, since Weldon Scott in 1963. That's right. That's right. And it was December 1st, well, 1963. Hey, that's great. Wendell Scott. Excuse me. It's not Weldon. Griffin and those guys to Tampa and race with Wendell Scott uh-huh. the last race he ever raced at Tampa for Isn't the Florida that? State Championship. You mm. just you get around, don't you, Big Al? Yeah, I've, I've been around this game a long time. I think. We yeah. need to get that. If Chris could pull up that song, I have that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have that. Um, that Bubba, right? Uh-huh. Hey, he came in second that one time in Daytona, and that's a super speedway. Well, we know that yeah. surprised me. We hey, had, second ain't winning, Lisa. Second ain't winning, baby. He's the first loser. Yeah, but okay. still, right. for him. That's the best I've ever seen him finish. We had Russell Brennan on last week, okay? And by the way, tickets for all three races at Talladega Super Speedway for the spring race are on sale. Go to talladega.com or you can call them up on the phone. Talladega Super Speedway. Tickets are on sale. Now, um, listen, we, we spoke to Russell Brennan last, last weekend, and he's the public relations director for Talladega. Anybody can win at Talladega, and we all know this. Uh, surprise winners have won at Daytona, and surprise winners will win at Talladega. When it's a super speedway track, anybody can win. Right, Miguel? Right. That's true. And, and it's one of those places where, listen, he's been trying for quite some time. And what's your thing about squirrels and nuts? What do you always say? I say even a blind squirrel can find a nut. All right. All right, we'll be right back. We've got to go ahead and take a break real quick. If you guys want to call the show, when we get back, we're going to talk about Bubba Wallace and all the Cup Series news and uh, his triumph in the rain short NASCAR yeah, Cup. He was excited. He was crying and bawling like a little kid. He had a great time, and uh, he actually won a race and yeah. brought home the town. Michael Jordan trophy. sure happy. If you want to call us, you can call us at 407-916-8255 or 800 8255. We'll be right back with more Racing Nuts right here on the Racing Nuts Radio Network. Hey, this is Todd Bodine. You're listening to the Racing Nuts. 
It's time to get back to more of the Racing Nuts. Made possible by... And Solar Seal Window Tinting. Experience the comfort and protection of solar film. SolarSealWindowTinting.com Now that was funny, Big Al. Did you just hear that? Solar Seal? One of our good old friends. Thanks a lot, Chris. Chris pulled that up, old Solar Seal. Great to hear from them. We haven't heard from them in a while. So we were talking about Bubba Wallace. And, you know, if you guys remember... I think the last time Bubba Wallace was in Talladega before he won this race was the same exact time that the FBI got involved over a hangman's noose, supposed, in the garage. But it really yeah. wasn't a hangman's noose, was no, it? No, it was to pull the garage door down. So, here we go. And somebody tied it like this that. This is the conspiracy theory that people are trying to say. Talladega owed old Bubba because of the hangman's noose. <laughs> so they gave it to him. If you guys want to call the show, it's 407-916-8255. I did did get an article from Front Stretch, and uh, it was dated October 5th by Tom Bowles. And he wrote, did you notice the reaction of the wake of Bo Wallace's first ever NASCAR Cup Series win at Talladega Super Speedway? It's the first time since December 1963 that a black driver has visited Victory Lane. Ten months into Wallace's first season running with the most famous minority owner in NASCAR history, Michael George. Yeah, and he was it's excited. Also invited share of uh, <laughs> detractors, okay? As an example of what Wallace deals with on a daily basis, not even race fans feel so warm and fuzzy about what others consider a dramatic a dramatic achievement. A rain shortened rain uh, with only 71 laps in the race, combined with the timing of when NASCAR stopped the race, left some crying foul, continuing the polarization surrounding Wallace's since his famous June 2020 noose incident in Talladega. So, uh, uh, here we go, with some of the disgruntled fans. And you know there's plenty of them. Now, uh, I've, I've gotten some tweets and emails that say, I'm never watching NASCAR again. Well, and, because um, of that? Yeah, oh, believe me. People, I was excited for Bubba. He was sitting to wait to see if they were going to call the race. And... I was happy for him. I'm just pointing yeah. out how you know, everybody, everybody has a spin on it. Yeah. You know, yeah. some people are happy, some people aren't. Hey, listen, it's a win. A win is yeah. a win. I don't no, think you across the finish line with somebody wrecking you, or if the rain shortens the race. No, nobody had an Indian out there dancing and trying to have a rain <laughs> dance going for them, did they? They were on the back stretch with their powwow sheets and their smoke flares oh, and had it going Lord. on. See, and I, I had to be careful. I had to say Indian the right way. I couldn't say that. I said powwow, so you never know who that yeah. was. Anyway, you know? anyway, our position here at the Racing Nuts is, well, congratulations, Bubba Wallace. Yeah, for first congratulations. Time. Hey, man, you did a great job, brother. But there are people that are mean and all that stuff, so we figured we'd bring that up at the same exact time to let you know what some of the people are saying. So here's one of the tweets that came out. Go ahead. So very disappointed in NASCAR. Postponed the race due to the rain? I knew rain was in the forecast for the next day and had them race anyway. These playoff races are too important to give one away to a driver that can't place better than 20th on any other given day. Green flag pit stops, and you call that a race? The race was fixed. Okay? There we go. Okay, the race was fixed. The race was fixed? Yeah, that's what they said. Okay. Well, listen, I'm going to say something. I do agree with a little bit of what he said, but that fixed stuff, no, nah, it wasn't fixed. can't do it. That was rain. impossible. Okay. So, yep, there's another one. Yep. I'm not surprised NASCAR has to shorten the race so Golden Boy Bubba Wallace can win. 
Bubba's, Bubba will never win a real race. I'm done watching NASCAR, so, so, so long. And I'm muting this conversation. Goodbye, NASCAR. I'm going to watch some real racing like Formula One. There you go. <laughs> Is that what he said? That's exactly well, what he said. Well, you're talking about one of the most, just like IndyCar, the most majority of the racers are from all over the world. All right, so a lot of these, a lot of these comments can be, you know, can be checked out. You can check them out. I guess he. What about people, Hamilton, though? People, Wait a minute. He's not complaining he, about Hamilton. That's that other black fella. That's so stupid. These guys. I swear to God. Where did they come from? The woodwork. They come from the Civil War. <laughs> Listen, he doesn't even know about Lewis Hamilton. He probably doesn't even watch four wheel. Yeah, right. <laughs> Boy, he, for a he said F one. <laughs> Should have said IndyCar. Seven-time Formula One champion. <laughs> My brother, Lewis Hamilton. Welcome to the party. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Maybe he don't get those channels on his satellite. No, I don't think. He's going to get out there with the, uh, with the aluminum foil. The antenna. The antenna. Hey, 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 mama, go out there and put some more shit for up there. I got to pick up Formula One. What is that? <laughs> Formula One, is that a new energy drink? Oh, my Lord. Some people are just crazy. But they're passionate fans, and I understand they, they have their own opinions, and so we figured we'd go ahead and announce it. But, hey, congratulations, <laughs> Bubba Wallace. Everybody has hey, an opinion. Even if they're hating, <laughs> like they hate. Hey, you know what they you say, right? Opinions are like. You know what? And they all <laughs> tinky. <laughs> okay, so, uh, you know, they hate. They hate Kyle Bush. But they love them too, and they throw beer cans at Jeff Gordon. They did that at Jeff Gordon. Yeah, and and so you know they're going. Oh yeah, me and Steve had a had a battle out. Wait, hold on. Steve and I, we had a battle out. You were saying Tony Stewart's crew chief was the best. Yeah. How many championships did he get? Greg Zipidelli. I say Everham is the best. Okay. He had seven. How many did? Jeff Gordon get? What were you just saying, big opinions? Like, what? <laughs> no, no, hold a second. No, hold a second. Who's the best crew chief ever was? Larry McReynolds, guys. Uh, there you go. Uh, who, yeah. has the most, who has the most wins for a crew chief? It would be uh, Richard Petty's crew chief. And how many does he have? Yeah. 200 victories. What? Seven championships. Wow. So we got to give it to them. Wrong. Mr. Wrong. He has oh, eight Mr. championships. Excuse he won me. one with Terry Labonte. Well, yeah, but that's not the same thing as him driving. So there you go. I wasn't wrong. Dingbat. All right, so. He's got eight championships. <laughs> eight championships. Nobody's got more than he does. Okay, so you consider his driver a champion? I mean, okay. Uh, Labonte won a championship. Okay, yeah. there you go. Then on to the next one. Now, remember we were speaking about Peacock and the fact that Peacock, Peacock wants to charge. Yeah. That's the network, right? That's the network. Uh, NBC and Peacock, they want to charge <laughs> you guys next year so you can watch the races on Peacock. So you got to be a member of Peacock and pay so much money a month in order to watch They want to charge everything. And now they want to change over our races to Peacock. What do you guys think? Well, I think it's terrible. Listen, you got more the chance to call me. The guy that came in and said something about uh, whatever, and then Lewis Hamilton, he needs to get Peacock so he can watch Formula One races. That's right. He can put Peacock with his rabbit ears. Anyway, if you want to call on the show, it's 407-916-8255 or 800-729-8255. I think it's a terrible idea for NBC to try to force us to Peacock. We have to pay for a subscription in order to watch a race. And that's just another way they're trying to twist. Well, they used to bundle the... um Channels, you know all the movie channels. Yeah. Now you have to pay for the ones you want. Well, according to Dustin Long from NBC Sports, okay, 
In addition, this is how they're going to try to phase you in. If you can't see through the cloud, then get a fan, okay? Because you got to be able to see this. In addition to running on NBC, Peacock will stream Cup Series playoff races at Texas, Martinsville, and Phoenix this season. They're preparing you for the doom and gloom of having to pay for Peacock. That's right? crazy. Crazy, okay. crazy, crazy. Here you go. Sports car veteran Joey Hand is going to make his, his NASCAR Cup Series debut for Rick Ware Racing tomorrow at Charlotte Motor Speedways. A 42-year-old Hand has yeah. earned wins in some of the racing's biggest events, including the 24 Hours of Le Mans. He won it in 2016. And the Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona. He won in 2011. 2017, the GT Le Mans. Okay. And the 24 Hours of Sebring, which he won in 2011 and 2012. Yep. Okay. This is a really good guy to get in there. Boris said, is a little long in the tooth, I think Boris said is pretty much done. And he, he's not really one of those guys that could be a slip seat kind of guy, you know? And I think Rick Ware went in the right direction by finding somebody like Joey Hand and getting him his NASCAR license and getting him the ability to jump inside that car in the Roval race this weekend. And we'll, we'll see how it works itself out. I think it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. You know what? The first time I ever heard that, they were announcing that. I thought they were saying Ric Flair racing. Ric Flair racing. There you go. Woo! That, that's what I thought it was. And I said, Dean, he ain't saying Flair. He's saying what? It's the nature boy, Ric Flair. There you yeah. go. NASCAR Cup Series Championship race that should be at Homestead Miami Speedway is at Phoenix. And for the first year, it is completely sold out, guys. It's sold out last week, okay? No more grandstand seats, and the hillside is full. Hospitality, suites, they're all sold too, guys. Even the Fan Shield Infinite Experience, they can't accommodate any more guests on Championship Sunday. It is completely wiped out and done. So, maybe Phoenix... Uh, having that, what is this, their third or fourth year having a championship there? Uh, selling out is a really cool thing. People are ready to get out and go to places and have some fun and go out and see some races, huh? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So, the track is full to capacity at Phoenix. Now, Michael Annette retiring from full-time competition. I don't know if you guys got a chance to see this. After this season, Michael Annette has a, uh, went ahead and announced after his 16 years and 90,000 laps, Michael announced that he is done with full-time driving duties in the Xfinity Series. And he said he's just so grateful for the opportunities. He's 35 years old. Wouldn't you just like to retire at 35 years old, Big Al? <laughs> well, you know, it's what he wanted to do. It was his passion, so good luck. He said being able to drive race cars has been a, a dream come true for me. Now, I know we were talking about Jimmy Johnson in the IndyCar Series, but Jimmy Johnson mm-hmm. is getting NASCAR offers, but still, he? he wants to... <laughs> Run the Indy, wants to run the Indy 500. Like I said, that's the reason he went through his test this week, uh, Wednesday. He says, I need to uh, go home, sit down, and open a bottle of wine. That's what Jimmy Johnson said after his test at Wednesday. I forgot to put that in there. and Because uh, they were asking him if he's going to run the Indy 500. He said, right now, I need to go home, sit down, open a bottle of wine. And that's all I'm doing. I'm, gonna answer I'm sure he'll run the Indy 500. Yep. He said, I'm as close as I've ever been. And uh, he's taking a really serious look at it, but he needs to sit down and have a conversation at home with his bottle of wine. That's what he said. Okay? <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. A conversation with who? 
His bottle of wine, I said. <laughs> okay, a bottle of wine might just wine. give you me, the myself, and you I. need to run the race. <laughs> Maybe. Well, you can't be drinking and driving on the racetrack, Miguel. He's going to going make take some serious things. Okay. Now, uh, starting lineup for today's or tomorrow's race. We got about two minutes left, and the race is over. So this week we have a clear, open, open mind. And nobody's calling us and jumping on top of us because we're not even going to take any more phone calls at this point, which we didn't get any from all of our illustrious fans in Orlando today. But what we need to do is pick our winner. So I'm picking my winner right off the top. I'm picking mine. What? Go ahead, Lisa. Chase Elliott. Ah, Big Al, who are you picking? She's picking Chase Elliott? She is. And she picked one driver. Oh, boy. Um... I'm going to have to go with I'm my man, Kyle Larson. I'm going to stick with him thick and thin. Okay. You guys, go ahead. Pick it thick and thin. Okay. Let me go back a little bit of history for you really quick here so that you guys understand. I really want to pick Chase Elliott, but I'm going to go ahead and go to the other direction, completely other 180-degree direction. Why? You're going to pick driver. Kowalski. No, there is a driver who has not won all season. Who? And, Kevin Harvick? And in his 2014 campaign when he won his championship – he was even further behind than he is right now. But under pressure, oh. nobody's like the Iceman. I call him my Iceman myself, but I, I tell you what, Kevin Harvick is going to win this race. Oh, and that's the reason it. I'm saying it. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm saying it because this is the kind of race that he needs where he takes pressure very well. Okay, and I'm going to go ahead and pick Kevin Harvick. I think that's a little surprise for you guys. Yeah. Even though I believe Chase Elliott's going to destroy He could pick two drivers. But I'm going to go ahead and pick Kevin Harvick because he needs to win in order to get in, and that's what he's going to have to do. This weekend in Charlotte, next weekend the racing nuts are going to be off. we got about 15 seconds left. So, Lisa, you picked Chase Elliott. Big Al, you yeah. picked Kyle Larson. I have picked I'm Kevin Larson, man. Kevin Harvick. We'll find out in two weeks in, in Central Florida football, guys. Go with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.